The following podcast is for mature audiences only, so hey, look, if you're under 18, just turn it off, okay? Do you know the secrets of making friends? They are so simple and easy. That looks easy enough. And Joey is going to try it out. It's Freckles, Captain Jack, and we have some guests today. Awesome! How are you, How are you guys seen doing? Them in a long time. I know. Uh, we've got Jeff and Michelle here. Welcome, Hello. welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you for having us. Yeah, we're glad to have you guys here. And we we brought you guys on because we're uh, heading into the holiday season, and sometimes things can get a little crazy. We were having a great conversation last week, I think it was, and mm-hmm. you guys were talking about your communication styles and. You're shocked the cops haven't been called, so. <laughs> <laughs> We've been there. We've been there, yeah. So, and uh, Michelle, you used to work the front desk at New Horizons. I so did for a very short amount of time you at got the us very end. Got us through. Got us through. <laughs> and, and well, Like six Jeff. months, wasn't it? Um, Thereabouts. Four, yeah, six months. Four to six. Yeah. 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 Four or five. And Jeff, you were a volunteer bartender there, so you guys got to see the the uh, underbelly and yeah. the upper belly the and the workings. tits and the ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the inner circle. All the fun stuff. All of the above. Yep. So, hey guys, did you figure out a drink since I stocked the bar and sent out pictures? And well, no. What? Because you know you made it too easy. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, what's what's the point if you're not scrambling at the last minute? Exactly. Really? Oh, I see. Well, I I could have <laughs> threw something together at last minute. I brought a backup. Yeah. Just in case. So I figured if you guys aren't going to come up with drinks, then I will. Your so. backup is far superior to my throw it together. <laughs> well, I do enjoy our train wreck drinks. This is an actual recipe, and it's called Gin Do It. A Gin Do It. As long as it's not ginger beer in it, I'll be okay. It's not. Oh. Well, it you're is fine. gin and Mountain Dew gin. and lime juice. So uh, Mountain Dew? That's why it's so green. <laughs> Bottoms up, motherfuckers. <laughs> That's quite tasty. Okay, this is not the most horrible thing we've had on the podcast. No, that's no. good. That's got a nice. Uh, it's got a nice gin. Yeah. Twinge. That's gin twinge. That's almost pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a sweetness to it. it it's drinkable. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Drinkable. Yeah. I what 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 has been the most we have awful had drink worse. so far? It's something ginger based. The <laughs> the uh, no sorry. There's no, been a couple of doozies. On that. There have been some doozies, Freckles. but no, by far, no. The worst drink, yeah, uh, I would have to say, was the the lemon drop. That's the just because it was recent. Last. I think yeah, that was things. actually disgusting. <laughs> because you know, we also delicious. have a difference of opinion. I think we were pretty pretty resolute. The 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 group of us last week. Yeah, it when was we awful fired that us. thing back, <laughs> it was like yeah. no, no. Yeah, that was that was pretty <laughs> awful. It sounded delicious, yes, and it was what I like to refer to as our train wreck drinks, where we're scrambling like shit. <laughs> what do we get? So yeah, in theory, it actually prompted me to stock the O Face Bar. <laughs> indeed, indeed. So you took pictures. I did. Yeah. I did. Yes, I did. How's your week been? My week? Yeah. Oh, my week has been, been fun. Mm. My week has been awesome. Mm. Good. Yes. Good. I've had I've had quite the. None of it has anything to do with. Well, no, there's 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 some there was some sex in it that was that was awesome. Yeah. But most of my week has just been just work stuff. Oh. Just dealing with 
ri- ridiculous people doing ridiculous things. But it's been things. awesome. But it was bo- awesome, yeah. Cause, That's you know, good. No, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can expand at any time. Oh, my God. I wasn't prepared to go first. Oh, oh shit. Well, ah. you spoke up, so. I, you looked at me. There's been relatively no sex over here either. It's been five days. Now, that's not to say I haven't had sex. Okay. Just, yeah, and I'm just, I'm going to dig a hole over here. I'm just going to crawl inside the <laughs> hole. And then, no. All right. I, I'm supposed to go over right after to Slushy's house right after this because it's been five days. And Oh, shit. Yeah. You got to clean the pipes. And she's, she's like, no, you're coming over here. I'm like, oh, really? Who's Who likes to tease now? Okay. Mm. Maybe I won't. Mm. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, uh-huh. yes. Captain the, the driver's the seat. Uh-huh. Now, right? That's right. <laughs> Lay it down. <laughs> well, last time it had been like, uh, oh, I don't know. It had been like 12 days or something like that. And she decided to uh, strap me down to the bed and tease me for a half hour before. Right. She takes care of everything. How uh, hovered her naked body over my body. It's yeah, just completely say, some, some strapped down to the bed. And yeah. I'm like, ah, please, please. It's been so long. <laughs> <laughs> please. Give me relief. Give me relief. You can even touch me in my no-no place. Come on, just anything. Uh. <laughs> and so I think I'm going to pay her back today. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, strap her down to the bed and just. Well, like, I'm just not going to go over there right away. Maybe face. not. You know, maybe go over there. But yeah. <laughs> mushroom stamp her face. Nice. You don't know mushroom sandwich? I have no idea. Where you take your cock and smack it on her head. <laughs> Forehead specifically. <laughs> Forehead. On the side of her face. I, I can't say that I have. So you've never given anybody a mushroom stamp? No, I've never That's smacked my assignment. cock on somebody's face. <laughs> That's your assignment. I will, I will complete. Mission. What are you, not 13? Challenge God. accepted. Is it a challenge accepted? Challenge accepted. All right. Yeah. Um, that's going to happen today. Excellent. Yeah. It'll be yeah. part of my tease. That that was the hilarious part of the uh, mushroom hunting adventure that I went to. The person I was with decided that it would be a good idea to just give me mushroom stamps. So, <laughs> like, that's, that's not what mushroom hunting's about. Really. I mean, <laughs> is it really hunting when you see it right there on your face? Is it what? Is it really hunting at that point if it's I, on your face? <laughs> Found one. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. That's what he said. All right. <laughs> That's cool. Um, yeah, I haven't really had any crazy adventures. I had, uh, I talked about a little bit about getting uh, my first mammogram because I'm 40 yes. now. Mm-hmm. Had a little bit of a scare. So nah. that was, yeah, uh. that was super fucked up. But everything's good. The Yay. tatas have been saved. Woo-hoo! So, yeah, so I'm, I'm uh, thrilled about that. That kind of uh, put your sex drive in the toilet for I a little bet. bit. So, yeah, but I'm doing better. I'm doing better. Uh, had some fun sex this morning. Gave a really nice hand job and then chatted for a while and then uh, got up to get ready to go and smeared some coconut oil all over my hands and ran it through my hair and then realized <laughs> I also have cum on my hands. That's why the moose rake. Right. Got it. Okay. Something about Mary over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's been my excitement for the week. Yeah. So how about you guys? You guys had some hot fun sex? No. Unfortunately, not we haven't. Week. Not this week. Oh, my goodness. No. Michelle's just coming off her time of the month. Yeah. So we, we were on hiatus. I've been in bitch mode. So oh. is it your hang up or his? It's about the mine. the 
And it's Red not wings. a hang up about, I will have sex when I'm on my period. That's not generally right. an issue. It's more about how I'm feeling physically. Okay. And a lot of times it's like, do not touch me unless you're going to give me a back rub <laughs> because sure. I feel terrible. Oh. So for me, that's what it's about. It's not a, any kind of hang up about. You never really stopped me for I mean, or, orgasms. Put a towel down. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah mm-hmm. Take a shower, shower up before and after. Mm-hmm. And you're good there's no dying at the Y, but you know, right. there's a lot more you can do. Hey, I'll go down on a girl on her period if she's got a tampon in if she's clean like it's blocked there's nothing coming I've through had that done true i guess you could before. do that you know i was in a relationship I mean, with a woman for six there's years. cops walking around there's a bunch of cops outside i think they sure. just pulled over and that a dog dude walker oh right cool <laughs> so. uh stay away from my car <laughs> hi atop the studio tower <laughs> taking a look no there's a dog out there too yeah All old right. lady kravitz oh, is looking dog out the and window dude is running <laughs> Oh, good. Okay. Well, here's a little deviation. Right. Well, there's some excitement. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Should we invite him in? I live in, in a great place, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> Should we invite him in for a drink? That'd nope. be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so, sex on period. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't really care. You don't care? I mean, hygiene is really important for me in general. So, if you're going to clean yourself up before you have sex, it's going to take a while for stuff to come back out anyway right right so, I mean, you just know where to focus your attention yeah as long as you're yeah. as long as you're clean when you start and you can shower afterwards if stuff gets sure. messy who well because like orgasms fix cramps and headaches yeah. and all kinds yeah. of shit and they so. feel awesome so you right. should have them whenever and you sometimes can sometimes jeff will just grab my bunny and get me to where i need to be especially if i have cramps or if i'm not sure. feeling well he'll He'll take care of it for and me. And your bunny's your vibrator? Yes. It's not like a little stuffed toy. No, or no. <laughs> or or a, cute, a cute nickname. <laughs> cute That's nickname. one yeah. dirty bunny. <laughs> it gets dirty, I'm not going to lie. What do you like about it? Does it have like vibrating ears that go on yes, either side of your head? Yes, it has the best vibrating ears. And it, my vibrator is actually really hilarious because it is busted. <laughs> it's is like it? ghetto busted. And I love it because it's just the perfect vibration with the perfect bunny ears. And they're not they're separated. And it's just everything about it is just right to give me the best orgasms. Nice. And I've trained Jeff on exactly like how to hold it, where to put <laughs> it, what to do to right. really build up and make it a really intense orgasm nice yeah. yeah she has the most amazing orgasms i've ever seen oh what like happens so just yeah. like super please describe this for us very it's just it's like a full body experience and it's incredibly like pushing on the headboard and yeah it's pulling powerful. muscles and like, just <laughs> like, yeah. but yeah. she's a one and done too so once oh, okay oh. she's she's like a guy and she's like okay i'm done you know yeah you know I mean, there's I some get, cuddling but i can get to two but it's like and there was number two, and that was not. Uh, we're good now. <laughs> like that was. Ah, uh, yeah. So it doesn't it's increase it, it, no, for you. No, definitely it's not. Like it fuck this shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's a pretty, it's a pretty amazing experience to be a part of every time. So. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So how'd you train him? Was it like treats or a clicker? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, how, how do you feel about the training word? Well, I think I think it was shock treatment. I think I think I think a good lover does ask for training when okay. with somebody because how else are you going to know how to satisfy your partner the way they like to be satisfied? Certainly. So you can take your own bag of tricks and maybe show them something new, but most people, especially when they're past their twenties, they have their standby. They know what works for them and what right. gets them there. And so why try to reinvent the wheel if somebody knows what works for them, learn what works for them and take care of them the way they like to be taken care mm-hmm. of. It's not about how you like to take care of somebody. It's about how they, Oh, true enough. Like to be taken Certainly, care. yeah. So training is a good thing. <laughs> yeah. ah, sweet Peas trained me a little bit. Oh. You've actually, a lot. You so have. you take out the trash and pick up your socks and exactly. shit? Is that 
Exactly. Yeah. Close open the all, doors. Open all the cabinet doors. Uh-huh. Domesticated you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how did you guys get to that point? I mean, obviously you have a pretty open mind when it comes to that, Jeff. And like, was that hard for you to talk about? As a, as a woman, I mean, we're, we're trained to not talk about sex, yeah. frankly, by <clears throat> culture and whatever else. At the point that I met Jeff, it was not difficult anymore. But prior to that, it was definitely something I kept more private. And okay. that sex toys were not a part of my relationships. Um, when I was probably 19, I met a woman and ended up in a relationship with her for six years. Mm. And sex toys were a huge issue i already had some and i had to get rid of all of them because she did not like the fact that i was not gay and that was a problem for her and she was very insecure about it so any women still like to be stuffed i know and she did not understand that so it was anything that made her think of a penis going into my vagina was a problem because that must mean that I want to have sex with men still and that she's not good enough. And it was uh, that kind of relationship. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so I got very self-conscious about any kind of sex toys or right. pleasure outside of the, the intimate contact that we had. Right. So that, that was an issue for a while. And then it was kind of like I'd get my vibrators and then I'd hide away and masturbate by myself. And that was just, right. you know, <clears throat> that was how I had sex. If I had sex with somebody, and even after that relationship, when I was with men again, um, if I would have sex, it was all about pleasing the man. And okay. it was difficult for me to orgasm. And so I'd be like, don't worry about it. It's, you know, you don't need to do that. If they right. were, they'd go down on me for five minutes and I'd be like, okay, I feel like it's been forever and I'm so sorry. Let's just, right. let's just stop this and let me refocus on you and get you finished. And so a lot of times with sex, I wouldn't orgasm mm-hmm. ever during the encounter. And that was fine for me because I would take care of it myself and it it was better when I did it myself because I knew what I liked and I didn't really feel comfortable saying you know do it like this and yeah um, use this on me because I was concerned that it was going to be an issue for my partner because I had been there before right so if I pull out a vibrator and say use this on me yeah I was kind of fearful that it was going to result in am I not good enough doing it for you can I not I can't make you finish you know what's what's wrong with me yeah so it was definitely a little difficult for a while, but at the point that I met Jeff, I knew exactly what I wanted, and sure. I wasn't going to settle for th- anything less. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So you had gone through that exploration. Yeah, and, and he was yeah. really interested in wanting to please, and he was raised in a way that was like, when you, if you're lucky enough to l- that a woman's going to let you do this to her, <laughs> <laughs> you need to make sure that you do it right because Good man. they won't come back. Yeah. So, and I appreciate that (laughs) because it's very important, and we do have a good sex life. We have our ups and downs, and um, he's more of a go, 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 like all the time. I can do it every day, all day, and I'm, (laughs) I'm more like, well, Well I'm not quite in the mood for it right now, you know, or my head's somewhere else, and I think that's pretty typical for a lot of people to just be in different places, and Mm -hmm. you know. I saw a diagram one time. And it was a panel of buttons and dials and switches and a huge panel. And it says how like to an airplane, tr- like an airplane, yeah. how to turn on a, on a woman. Right. And on the bottom was how to turn on a man. And it's one switch. It says go. <laughs> on or off. <laughs> on or off. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So how does that work for, for you? Just having different, different speeds, I guess. Um, well, it, 
works just fine if you have a partner that understands that you have different speeds and is open to you right taking care of yourself you know in different ways so i've been in relationships where i wasn't even allowed to masturbate so allowed yeah like yeah like it would like have, been, it would have been a problem in my relationship wow hmm. um and and i had very little sex so to be with a partner that's like okay we have different sex drives but you can go ahead and within reason and as long as we have communication about it you can go ahead and take care of your needs the way that you need to mm-hmm. i mean what else could i ask for right. have somebody that's my best friend that i can be with all the time and then if sex isn't if i'm not having enough sex i can go have sex somewhere else or go do something else for me it's a perfect situation right right i mean i guess perfect would be she would want to have sex as often as I do. <laughs> um, well, I appreciate you keeping your clothes on through the podcast. But Let's just it's early yet. Yeah. But per, We've it, had naked podcasts before. I wanted to sound like I have sex all the time because I don't, you know. Um, I don't, even though I have a green light to go outside of the relationship, I don't very often. Right. Because I don't like one night stands. I don't like meaningless sex. I like to feel connected and I like to feel um, like I know the person that I'm being intimate with Mm -hmm. so um i don't venture out a lot unless i find somebody that i can have a connection with that isn't going to want to try to take me out of the relationship that i'm in already right that's my priority and it's hard to find somebody that you know fits the bill really well so sure and don't just have sex to have sex you know so so you're not trolling at the bus station bathroom or anything like that anymore? Well, not every day. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that more for guys? I, whatever. Okay. Depends. He made, he made Don't no... Don't be sexist. <laughs> Judger. <laughs> Ouch. Um, so you guys are obviously in an open relationship. So how we do... call it a flexible relationship. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, cool. We've coined new a term. new term. New yes. term. Yeah. Nice. Because open relationship did not work very well for us at first. Tell me about that. What was going on? Uh, when we first met, Jeff had been in a 12-year marriage that was very restricted. Mm-hmm. Um, I had been in and out of countless terrible relationships uh, with people so that pretty much a shit me. show for both of you yes yeah exactly and so when we got together we actually got together under the understanding that this was not going to be a relationship <laughs> and oh that, okay and that that we were just going to be friends with benefits because sure. he had just gotten out of his marriage and didn't want anything serious and I had been single for four years but dating someone who lived in Virginia long mm-hmm. distance and with no plans to make it a real relationship and that was like a safety for me that it, it couldn't progress any further so when we met it was you know I said I'm seeing somebody and I'm not gonna stop seeing him and he said I'm also seeing somebody and I don't want to be in a relationship and we said okay great open relationship we just have to communicate about what we're doing and be open and honest about it mm-hmm. and <coughs> how'd that, that go for you <laughs> It didn't go very well at first. We definitely had some issues with it, and it was understandable. And I think part of the reason that we are still together is that um, we both had a good understanding of human behavior Mm -hmm. and why people do the things that they do. And with Jeff's past marriage and the restrictions and the holding things over his head and Mm -hmm. um, a lot of conversations about, you know, just be honest with me and then having it used against him, um, that created a fear in him 
about being able to be honest with me because he just felt like that's going to happen again. So it was a struggle for a while because there were things that were being done that I was being told about later and that was an issue for me. And, you know, so even with the levels of openness, they were still at the wrong times sometimes. And so those were creating problems because... So there was no pre-discussion before activities occurred. Correct. Okay. And that's in some situations considered infidelity in the lifestyle and in open relationships so and that's I, that's something that I was feeling I, that was the hurt that I was feeling is okay. that you're not being open and honest with me and that's one of the requirements of the relationship and I understand why it's happening and but we need to continue working on this and so you just saw it, it was fear-based for him. yes okay so you were willing to work with him on it, yeah. yeah. There was an, a big evolution too. This was over the yeah, period of about Yeah, answer for a, yourself, man. Well, no, this was over. <laughs> He's not wow. allowed to do that. <laughs> this was over the course of like a year, where okay. when we first started dating, it was very like, it wasn't a relationship. It was like, is it cool if I come over and stay at your house tonight? Right. You know. Right. Um, and then it turned into we were living together but dating other people because I like emergency needed to move and right. she had open space, and she's like, "Well, you're here like four nights a week anyway, and I like having you around, so just move in here." Right. And so then it was like we were dating other people but living together. And then as we started to get more serious, right. we never redefined the parameters of our relationship. Oops. Right. <laughs> which was a a big until it came to a head and she's like, there's all this stuff. And I'm like, I know, but you know, so like we're not dating. <laughs> it, <laughs> we kind of fell into a relationship on accident. Okay. And that was in my opinion, where, why things broke down the way they did so because we just never, so redefined. you essentially had yourself a nice, a nice 17th century marriage then something like that. Yeah. Like, Oh, that's arranged. Boom. You're living together. I'll <laughs> fall in love with you in about 10 years. It'll be fine. Good. More cool. or less. Yeah. <laughs> So how did you work through that? Because there's a lot of people that once they hit that point, there's no return. And we did have that moment, and that was that was part of the conversation that we had the other night. With I'm surprised that the cops didn't get called on us because <laughs> 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 when I I found out some things that had not been disclosed to me, and just recently, um, no, this was about ten months into the relationship. We were living together. We were so two years ago. In a yeah, ah. in a we were in a relatively serious place in the relationship, even though the parameters hadn't been redefined. Sure, it was still an open relationship, but we were in a place where we both felt like we don't see ourselves not being together. I can't see any reason that this wouldn't work long term. You know, you normally right. see those signs in a relationship, and there was just nothing like that. And then I found out some things that I did not know before. <laughs> and I, I flew uh-huh. into a rage at him. And he stayed home she from work. She yells loud. I get upset. very passionate. And that's interesting because you're a very, very quiet, quiet. I know. Very quiet. In the real world. It's a stark contrast. It's, nice. Well, it takes a lot to get me to that point. And the things that happened were things that were violations of the basic rules of what our relationship okay. was, which mm. was be honest with me, be open with me, don't do things behind my back. Right. And so that was a major, major issue for somebody that already had trust problems. Right. That was that was a difficult thing to deal with. And I think it was literally two full days. I sat in the living room and I screamed at him. And he listened to everything I had to say. He was accountable for his actions. Mm-hmm. He he didn't yell back at me. He didn't mm-hmm. wasn't demeaning in any way. He didn't try and shift blame to me. Right. Uh, and it was 
it was tough. We but we decided that we were going to try and make it work. And right. um, he said, I will do whatever I need to do. And you just tell me what that is. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, we can definitely try it. But I don't know if you'll be able to stick around long enough for me to heal from mm -hmm. this because right. I'm going to be mad about this for a long time. Right. I know how I'm affected by things. And it did go on. I mean, you know, I'd have those mornings where I'd wake up and I would just like wake up mad at him. And I'd go out into the living room and he'd be like, good morning. And I'd be like, hi. And Talk he's like, oh, you. God, okay. <laughs> She's mad at me. It's going to be one of those days. Is there anything I can do for you? Do you want to talk about anything? No. You know. Do you just need so some chocolate or your bunny or a just, back rub? You or know, <laughs> those things are Coffee. hard for people to get over. And yeah. so um, when those things happened, it was a difficult decision to, to stay and try and make it work. And right. I'm generally one of those people that when I hit my end point, I'm like, get out, we're done. And right. I've never gone back on a relationship. I've never done second chances. When right. I break up with people, it's that's the end of it. Milk's spoiled. Take it out of yep, the fridge. It's yeah. done. Mm -hmm. So we just decided that we were going to stick it out and see if we could get to a point where we both felt comfortable. And um, something that I used to say to Jeff a lot was that we were in the same chapter, mm -hmm. but we were not on the same page. Okay. And that was a that was the way that I tried to get him to see, like, because he would see that we're, we're, no, we're in the same place. We want the same things. And I say, we're clearly not <laughs> because right. this is happening. So we are in the same chapter of our lives, and we, we want the same things, but we're just not on the exact same page yet. Sure. So let's keep working towards getting to that point. And it took some time because I had more trust issues after that, so it was a little more difficult for him to be honest for a while and be open. Mm -hmm. And I think now we're at that place where we can both be really direct with each other about what we're feeling and what we want, and sure. we don't have those arguments like we used to because – everything is out in the open the mm -hmm. way that it was supposed to be initially. Right. Mm -hmm. So. And she freaks out and yells. Yeah. How do you, <laughs> how do you deal with that? Well, I'm, I'm really a calm person and I have a really, really long fuse <laughs> and I'm really good at, uh, self-diagnosing when I'm starting to get agitated. Okay. So when I start to get agitated, I just say, I need a break from this. I'm going to go. And she's respectful of that. Oh, uh, she wasn't at first, okay. but I would just explain to her, listen, like I know myself really well and I, I feel my adrenaline starting to go. I need to take a break. Mm -hmm. You need to let me go outside, walk for 10 minutes or you go outside and let me just do the dishes or something. Let me do something for 10 minutes, calm myself down and right. then you can yell at me again. And you would, you would come back to that. So oh, yeah. it was because a lot of times people just say that to end an argument. Well, no, well, you can't do that. I right. mean, one of the things you have to do, um, to be able to discuss really important topics and things that are highly emotional is mm -hmm. to take emotional breaks from those things so that you can recenter yourself. Because once you start thinking emotionally, then everything goes out the window. You have to be able to use logic and understand things. And right. so once you start feeling those, those triggers, knowing that you're starting to get agitated or defensive or whatever, the best thing you can do is take a break. But the only way it works to take a break is if you have parameters defined. So, I'm going to go for 20 minutes. I'm going to get in my car. I'm going to leave. I'm going to go for a drive for 20 minutes, and then I will come back, and we will start talking about this again. Okay. And then that lets the one person know it's okay to let you leave because it's not just going to get shelved and not talked about. And so it basically it protects everybody in the situation. So something Good. I learned in 
hours and hours of therapy that I went through. <laughs> and generally, I yes. do let him leave if we're having little tiffs. We don't argue very often, but if I'm in a bad mood or something and we do get into an argument, then if he wants to leave, I let him leave. But when we were having our big fight, <laughs> he, you know, he said, I, I need to get out of here. I need to take a break, and I can't, I can't listen to you scream at me anymore. And I said, too fucking bad. <laughs> I don't care. You made your decisions. This is what I feel right now, and I need to say it to you right now, and I don't give a shit. If you don't want to sit here and listen to me scream at you, you made this bed for yourself, and now you, part of your consequences is that you have to listen to how I feel the way I feel it, and this is what I'm feeling. Right. So, you know, that most of the time, you see, I know. Mm -hmm. I is get, that like a level that's, two? That's what, ha oh, I don't even know. So <laughs> how many times do you have to tell him the same thing before it's okay? Not very okay. often. I mean, our biggest issue was open communication and him being honest with me. And that's the one thing that's been repeated more than anything else. And it, it took a good two years, two and a half years to really get to that point where I know that he is being honest with me and that he's okay with being honest with me. Right. And he sees that I'm not having poor reactions to it because it's not having – I haven't had a bad reaction to anything – Recently, recently. have I had a bad reaction to something that you were honest with me about fully before it happened? I do a, a pretty good job of uh, knowing when to bring things up and talk so about things. Are we talking things. like shellfish reaction? Like you're getting the EpiPen out and. <laughs> well, okay, so so let's. Um, no, I just like say I wanted to do something this weekend for myself, right? Sure. Um, because like go to the bus station and get your cock sucked. There you go. Okay. Right. Sure. I want to go to the bus Glory station. Hole. Okay. So, like, if I wanted to do that and I wanted to talk to her about that, I wouldn't. Of course, I'm going to talk to her about it before I do it. But I'm not going to bring it up like first thing in the morning when she wakes up and she's groggy and grumpy, or if she's pissed off about something, right? Mm -hmm. So, you have to know like when to bring things up and how to bring them up versus mm -hmm. just like, hey, I'm going to go to the bus station and get my dick sucked. And that was where I struggled was because I knew that there was better times to bring things up and I would wait to try to find a time to bring it up. Right. And I wouldn't find a good time to bring it up. Uh, Over, mm. Overestimated. Right. Mm -hmm. So I've done that. So then it would mm -hmm. be like, hey, yeah. by the way, yesterday I instead of and it was all stuff that was OK. That was like, this is fine if you do this. I just want to know about it ahead of time. So I, I had this justification thing going in my head where, you know, I feel like, well, do that thing that we all do where we justify stuff. Sure. So that is gone now, which is good. And now I just realized that I need to have a pair and uh, speak up and say, this is what I want to do. And if she's in a bad mood, well, then she's in a bad mood. But mm -hmm. Or maybe I change my plans because I don't want to Jeopardize the relationship. Yeah. Right. So, but no, I mean, she's really, really good about that. And we don't really have... We haven't had an argument. argument They're looking so cute at each other right now. Have right. you noticed yeah. that? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's so sweet. They're snuggled up it's, on it's the couch. I'm getting all misty over here. Yeah. Is it dusty in here, Jack? I think so. You had a question, Freckles. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was basically a question about honesty and what that what that meant. Because you keep saying, being honest with me, Michelle, and 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 it keeps coming back. And I'm trying. I was just trying to get a definition of what that meant, which that's a pretty good actual explanation yeah, without I mean, having answered up. the question. Let's but is that what is that what it is? Is like he's he wasn't saying 
I'm going to go do this. He was saying, I went and did yes. this. For me, okay. honesty is not telling someone that you did something after the fact. In the parameters of our relationship, uh-huh. honesty includes forthcomingness and openness. And that means I'm aware of what he's doing. Because if I don't know what he's doing until after he does mm-hmm. it, now in my lady brain, I'm thinking, what else is he doing that mm-hmm. I don't know about? Yep. Well, what else has he done that he just hasn't found the right time to tell me about yet? Well, yeah, there, there's right a man, there's a man brain component it's to that. Not it's not just ladies. <laughs> no. Because, you know, we get that, that you know, the stereotypical yeah. oh, yeah. crazy brain, and we start thinking about those things. And for me, the, the biggest issue that was created from that is me not having confidence in who my partner is. Right. If someone were to come to me and say, what would Jeff do in this situation? I got to a point where... The answer was, I don't know. Yeah. Ah. I don't know what he would do. Yep. I don't have that confidence to say, my man, my partner would not do this or would act like this or mm-hmm. would have done this. I didn't have that confidence anymore because and there's no that's security part of that, that. Yes, that's part of that, that security issue that mm-hmm. you really need in a relationship. And that's part of what that honesty is for me, not just someone being honest with you, but being forthcoming with you before you know knowing what's going on in their head and what their feelings are and what their actions are going to be before they happen right in this kind of relationship that's really important yeah so how how did you wind up in the nh community and did that help you with your communication because i know and i'll just be upfront. like i worked there as sometimes you guys had shit shows of nights i saw that you know yeah we had we had two two times at the club where we got once she got mad at me, once I got mad at her, and both mm-hmm. it was completely stupid that we even got mad. Like, it was both situations after the fact. It was like, wow, we must have had something else going on because sure. that on a normal night wouldn't have been a problem. Right. So, um, and you guys were members for a couple months before Michelle started working there. Yeah. yeah. We started September. going in September. Right. And then I think it was like February. Like February when you started working, right? So, um, we had both seen uh, New Horizons independently, like online, mm-hmm. when we were looking at things before we dated. Oh, okay. Um, and then it was after all of the shit went down with our relationship, and then we closed our relationship for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, you know, just a normal monogamous relationship for a while. And then we talked about opening it back up. Once we had rebuilt trust and things were going well, sure. we, we talked about opening it back up. And then that's when, I don't remember if I, did I find it, New Horizons? I think I came back across it, and um, we went to the Center Mm -hmm. for Sex Positive Culture for an Mm -hmm. orientation. We felt like it just wasn't quite our speed. Sure. Like, we're like, well, this is cool, and we could come and support this, but it's not going to be exactly what we're looking for. Yep. Um, And then we stumbled across New Horizons again, and we're like, oh, yeah, this place. So... Um, Michelle was a little reluctant because she's not the most social, um, and she's not big on big groups of people that she doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, she prefers a small, intimate environment. So, um, she was a little reluctant, but, um, we read stuff about it and looked online and we thought, well, let's just, we'll go to an orientation. We'll prepay for it. We'll go to a party. And if nothing else, it's a date night that costs us X amount of dollars. Sure. And yeah, it was mm-hmm. a fun experience, and if we really like it, then we can go back. Yeah, and we, we loved it. We loved it. <laughs> <laughs> we did. I disagree with you guys, or she not being social. I thought you guys were really social. I mean, I was dating somebody at the time who really took to you. 
too mm-hmm. and really like the two of you and yeah we remember you you guys were one of the first couples that we really I like, remember your first sat night, down and really mm-hmm. talked to and would socialize with and yay for the smoking patio right <laughs> <laughs> michelle um gets much more social with a little bit of alcohol ah, so, liquid courage uh, <laughs> Half drunk to drunk Michelle is one of the most outgoing life of the party people. Yeah, you'll I ever think meet. that's what I saw that night. <laughs> but but no alcohol, Michelle is very shy and very uh-huh. reserved. So um, and then also I think being in an environment where she's with people that she trusts and knows mm-hmm. versus a bunch of strangers. Mm-hmm. How many times did it take for you guys to come to the club before you felt comfortable like that? Because uh, I've, I've had people tell me, oh, we went twice and we had some sex with people and never really connected, so we just stopped going. I'm like, oh, it doesn't Well, that's, that's why you never yeah. really connected with people. Because right. you <laughs> just went there and had sex with them. That's, you got to have that connection. Um, I, it was probably a couple of months for me just okay. because it, and it got gradually more comfortable each time because then there was like, you know, oh, familiar face and mm-hmm. here's somebody I know. But with New Horizons, you know, every time you would go – there'd be brand new faces there. Right. Some people that hadn't been there for five years were now yep. coming back. So there was always new people. And um, But the nice part was there was always familiar faces. Right. You know, you and Sprinkles. And just yeah. having the, that core group of people that we knew and recognized and got to know during our volunteering. Cause we jumped right. right into the volunteering and did decorating and things like that. And That's what did it really is once we started volunteering and we were there consistently and we got right. to know people and we started making friends there. That's when it was comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're friends with 10 people there and then you meet five new people there, you still have the 10 people that you're used to knowing that you hang out with and see and talk to. Sure. And so it's not as overwhelming for her as all new people every time. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And just being in new places is uncomfortable for me. My social anxiety is really bad. So a part of the volunteering was an ability for me to get comfortable with the the location mm-hmm. and the people that were there and Knows just on a smaller was. scale and, yeah. and not feel so out of place. I think also going a few times with me and knowing that I'm not going to like disappear off somewhere and forget about her or something. You know, I was always, mm-hmm. you know, there to make sure that she was taken care of. And, right. and I think that really helped a lot too, because who knows, you know, we could have gone there and I could have disappeared all night. Right? right. Like I'm sure that happens some couples show up and one of them disappears mm-hmm. and the other one's like, where the hell is my yep. partner at? You know, sometimes p- couples go through the front door, they part ways and they don't come back together until like yeah. the end of the night. Usually that's so. an agreement. I mean, yeah. I, right. I, but I right. did see it happen yeah. periodically. Definitely not in our wheelhouse. We, no. you know, we are very, when we were there together, we were there together and yeah, that's what so it was So you guys call them rules. I prefer to call them agreements. Agreements are more fluid to me. Have you had your rules change over time or have they remained pretty static? No, I think they've remained exactly the same it's just that we finally are both on the same page where we okay. can work with them together and i know rules are probably not the best thing to call them but the reason i call them rules yeah. is because there's it's something that's laid out right that has to be followed right or else there are consequences and sure. that's what rules are and it's it's not putting restrictions on him but it's letting him know this is what i require in order to, to be, be in, in a healthy relationship. relationship so this is what is needed of you for me to be good for us Right. Mm-hmm. And then that's my choice to either do that or not do that. Right? right. And and it's the same thing for her. Like I tell her, this is what I need from my partner. Mm-hmm. And if you if that's not you and you don't want to be that person, then that is what it is. But now I have to make a decision of do I want to compromise on these things that are important to me? Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of times in relationships, people try to mold their partner into what they want versus trying to 
come to terms with what their partner is. Right. And you can change as a person if you want to, but you can't change to make somebody else happy. It never works. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, it's been a road of figuring out, you know, who am I and who is she and who are we together as mm -hmm. individuals? And that was something that neither one of us are the same as when the relationship started. Right, right. So <coughs> we have to figure out as we're going through this together, what do you need to feel safe and secure sure. and loved and happy? And what do I need to feel safe and secure and loved and happy? So do you so. make time to, to have those talks or how does, how does the mechanics of your communication work? I mean, other than not calling the cops. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I feel, I mean, the neighbors. Right. as a neighbor, I worry about the neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> but you're a great baker. You can just take a cookies right. and yeah. be like, sorry, I freaked out. Here you go. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> yeah, we're fortunate that the, we, you know, we live in a condo and there's four units in our building. Mm -hmm. And most of the other units, it's like the people are never there. Oh, perfect. Ah, so perfect. we have Wonderful. a neighbor with two teenage kids and they're gone a lot. And then. The unit below us has been empty forever and for sale. And so we have actually, even though we're in a, you know, a complex, we have a, don't have a lot of people around, but I would have to tell her, you need to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> like, I understand you're bad, but you, you have to like. I get super passionate. Even if it's not an argument that we're having, if I'm telling a story from yeah. my past about like something that happened, I, it's like, I'm right back in that moment. And when I'm relaying the story, if, you know, if I was passionate at the time i'm passionate now right and he'll you know i might be saying something like she's so telling said, get your fucking hands off of me right now and i know he's that's like, okay shh, shh, no they're gonna think that you're talking about me like yeah. you need to calm down with your story you're she's yelling off. in the living room if you ever put your fucking hands on me again and i'm like you gotta <laughs> the neighbors are gonna think i'm beating you you gotta <laughs> so yeah. you know um no we we just communicate as things come up. Okay. Right? So, like, mm. um, for example, if I wanted to go do something this weekend, go to the bus stop and get my sure. dick sucked. <laughs> Before it's Saturday and I'm going out the door, like, you, there's some pre-planning for that, right? Like, you don't just fall into sex on accident very rarely. And we do have an understanding that if, hey, if you're out and something unexpected happens, you right. can go with it. Right. Like, as long as you're, you know, being smart about it and whatnot. But So, do you have a condom pack that you carry? I keep stuff in my car i in, carry in a backpack in the summertime <laughs> no I, uh, <laughs> center console but i mean i change it change it out okay um, good <laughs> but no i mean it's basically like you're not just gonna do something right you're gonna plan ahead of time most of the time right so right. as soon as the planning starts that's when the conversation happens right like hey i'm thinking about doing this next week and I used to be like, well, I don't want to bring all this stuff up that I'm thinking about doing because then if, when it doesn't happen, then it, it's still like I was going to do it. Right. And then it seems like a lot, even though not a lot happens, you know. Right. And, and I was defensive about that. I got to the point where it's just like we need to discuss things as soon as there's potential for something to happen. Hey, this is what I'm thinking about next week or mm -hmm. even if it's tonight. I just this just came up. I'm thinking about going to this thing or going and doing this. And then the discussion happens right there. Right. Or the activity doesn't happen. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, just the regular communication, just just informing your partner. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if he's talking to someone new, then he lets me know, like, hey, I've been talking to this person or so-and-so from the club. You know, we've been mm -hmm. chatting online or whatever. It just Just that information lets me know what he's doing so right. that I don't have to find out four months down the road 
that he's going to go have dinner with this person that I didn't even know he was talking Existed, to. Right. So and now I had no idea there was this connection building and forming, and now I'm, it's out of the blue. And so I think we've gotten a lot better about just the general communication mm -hmm. and the day-to-day -day things. But we definitely don't sit down and, like, we had it's communication time and let's talk about this stuff and okay so some, some couples do they have I, yeah, a daily check-in and that's and yeah. I think that's fine for a lot of people but for me I'm not a huge communicator I mean I don't want to sit down constantly and talk about my feelings well and you're like, already you know in a mean? lesbian relationship I mean yeah. that's oh man I think, out. Uh, <laughs> yeah I'm definitely the yeah. one that drives our conversations I'm the one that'll be like hey you seems like something's bothering you today mm -hmm. why don't you tell me what's going on you know or hey I want to do this and then she's like okay that's fine it's like Okay, so really, how do you feel about it? Because right. I know that's fine, right? <laughs> so is there a timer on change and requests for b different behaviors? Or is he pretty good about, like, turning shit around once he realizes? Um, for the most part. Well, we haven't had many real issues. But the, the, the issues that we've had around, you know, being forthcoming and mm -hmm. really being open with our communication, um, it's been a... a it's taken a while. There wasn't like a time limit that was set in place or anything for him to change by. It was just a matter of watching his behaviors, seeing how he was communicating with me, mm -hmm. um, and you know, like checking his emails to see what's been going on and that right. kind of stuff, which is something that's totally new for me with this relationship is that we have full access to each other's mm -hmm. phones, emails, whatever, whatever we need to have and and part of that was done so that we would both know there's no secrets right and you're welcome to look at this I have nothing to hide nobody has anything to hide we both know what's going on in in the relationship and with right. each other's lives and so we've, we've gotten better about the communication but I had to watch his actions and what he was doing and see is okay now is he closer to the place where I feel like we need to be mm -hmm. is he doing the right things and then so even when things would kind of mess up a little bit along the way it was like okay well it was it's still two steps progress. forward one step back sure so uh, you know things are still happening that are recalling these old issues right but it's not the same it's situation. not the same it's it's less severe it's it's an improved situation I can see that he's making the effort and that, he, that it's difficult for him to communicate openly about this stuff because of where he came from. Right. So it's there was no time on it, and there still is no time on it. And I think it was good that we didn't put any kind of restrictions like that because it was a matter of watching him progress mm -hmm. and grow in nice. that regard. Yeah. And he has. He's done nice. a really good job. Yeah, I came from a pretty repressed and restricted place, and it was really hard for me to talk about anything um sexual sure not that i didn't feel comfortable talking about it but i was so used to being shamed and yep. made to be in trouble and made to feel like the feelings i was having were unnatural or yeah. excessive or whatever you know um so it was really hard for me to be comfortable actually talking through all of that and not feeling like i was going to get be in trouble right you know i was tired of being in trouble i was in trouble for 10 years yeah. all the time so it was like you know, very refreshing. Were to we married to the same woman? <laughs> no, but we... Because it sounds like it. No, no. It wouldn't have been far-fetched, though. You know, polygamy <laughs> and all that. No, we were probably married to the same kind of woman, though. I, I think, think so. Yeah. She sounds just like my ex-wife. 
Well, I hope for your sake, your ex-wife is not just like my ex-wife. But <laughs> <laughs> I hope for your sake too, though. <laughs> we'll, we'll sit down and compare notes someday. We're good friends now, me and the ex. And then, oh, and that'll never happen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, and then, there's a difference. And then the person with the worst uh, relationship will buy the other person a beer. <laughs> Meaning, I'll buy you a beer. That but. sounds like a great deal. We'll just cut through the middleman and just buy, buy, yeah. a, beer. Just buy a beer. So, no, it, it was a really bad situation um, that was really hard to get away from, but it's been, you know, the most rewarding experience of my life to actually extricate myself from it. So, extricate. So well put. Wow. Yes. Well, that it, it took I, a I, lot I, of work. I, I feel like uh, an Alcoholics Anonymous person because I'm like five years out, you know? <laughs> I've got my chip. <laughs> i got my five-year chip. It's funny. I saw something somebody put like, if you looked at my life a year ago versus today, would you have you know, ever thought that you would have been in this place? And I thought, not a year ago, but three years ago, you could not have sold me the story that I'd be sitting where I am today. <laughs> a year ago. I would, yeah. I would agree with you a year ago. A year ago, a year ago, I, a year ago no problem. Right I, where I'm at here was very with slushy, no way. In a polyamorous, but, no way. Uh-uh. Yeah. But three not years ago, my life was completely different. Yeah. And now it's uh, much better in almost every way. Nice. So. Nice. So what are your rules before we before we wrap this up? Um, the, our rules are be honest. Mm-hmm. N- don't lie. Don't lie to me. Be forthcoming about And there's all different ways doing. people can lie. Like yes. you were saying, lies by omission. It, yes, omission. Big, that is, that's yeah. a lack of honesty. Right. So that, that's something that is yeah, really important. Basically, be honest and be I mean, accountable. Those really are the – that's – Pretty much it. I mean, initially in the beginning of the relationship, when Jeff first moved in, one of the one of my rules was don't bring people into my house. Mm-hmm. Like I know that you live here, and because he was like, well, what if I want to have a friend over? I was like, okay, well, um, I know what you do with your friends that you have right now. <laughs> so no, you're not you're not to bring people into my house because that was my sanctuary. Being somebody with social anxiety and yeah. kind of general fears about people and humanity, right. that's my safe zone. And right. the idea of people taking someone that I didn't know when I wasn't there into my home was really bothersome to me. Mm-hmm. So that was a rule initially, and that's something that's changed because I have more trust for Jeff. Mm-hmm. And um, well, and it might result in a threesome. So there you go. It has. Yeah. It, has. <laughs> <laughs> it has in the past. It's like, don't cut off your nose to spite true. your face. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, basically, it's just be honest and be accountable. So when you do fuck up, don't act like you didn't and just take your lumps. Like, know what you did, admit, you know, admit your flaws and then apologize and move on. And and that goes both ways. I mean, we, we've talked a lot about um, all of my growing and mm-hmm. um, needing to change and all that. But Michelle's definitely had some things that she's had to grow and change with, oh, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, it just, you know, it's like, hey neither one of us really bicker or fight or bitch or complain. So it's more like, Hey, remember like how six months ago you said you were going to work on this and it hasn't happened yet. Well, I'm not like mad about it or anything, but just so you know, it's still an issue. Like, you know, so there's stuff like that that comes up. Um, but it's not important enough to, yeah. And Michelle, you had some jealousy issues too. I remember you working through those at club. I did have some jealousy issues and those again all stemmed from feeling like I didn't know what decisions he was going to make. Got it. And when things would happen, it would seem kind of out of the blue for me because the way that it was being presented to me was like, Oh no, that's nothing. Like that's 
yeah, I'm not really like interested. S- you know, it's just like I want to get to know this person, mm-hmm. and then it was like I would be ignored. Mm-hmm. You know, for the for the night while he was pouring attention all over somebody that he didn't seem to have that much interest in when he talked to me about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that so in that, once. that was one of our <laughs> that was one of our. <laughs> and that didn't happen again after that. No. <laughs> but again, that was a result of me feeling like I didn't know what decisions he was going to make. Right. I didn't know where his head was at and what he was thinking and what he would ultimately end up doing. Right. And so those things would upset me, and I would kind of shut down because I didn't want to restrict him from having those kinds of experiences, experiences yeah. but I was really struggling with the way that it was happening. So right. that was part of my growth process is trying to figure out how am I going to deal with this? How do I get him to understand that I'm not just being upset and angry about what he's wanting to do and that it's not just a jealousy issue it's I'm feeling insecure mm-hmm. about what's happening because I don't really know what's happening. Right. And that's where our tips would come in when we would have our couple of off occasions at the club. I think it was just me not knowing what was going on with him or him not knowing what was going on with me. Right. So it's just be honest, take yeah. accountability. Oh, and obviously protection. Okay. Like I was going to ask you about yeah. safe sex rules. We but how far do you guys go with that? A lot of people, condoms, dental dams, no kissing, like... Um, intercourse, well, needs yeah, condoms. intercourse needs condoms and then be selective about who you play with right like if you're right. if you're selective about who you play with then dental dams and no kissing and all that if, if you're like uh, i don't know if i should kiss this person then you probably shouldn't be <laughs> having sex with them right like so i well, mean just being selective is a huge part of it also um and then knowing the person that you're playing with knowing who they're playing with right and knowing what they're doing and so it, it's just a matter of don't jump into bed with somebody you don't know, right? right. Uh, neither one of us are have sex on the first date kind of people. We Neither one of us likes to have sex with somebody we just met. Um, I'd much rather get to know somebody. And Me too. Well, for me, the I really do have to get to know somebody before I sleep with them generally because I don't want to have that moment later, like down the road, where I realize I don't like this person right? and they were inside me. <laughs> like dirty style so because <laughs> <laughs> then you like yeah. think through all the things that you did during that moment and it's like i yeah i don't want to have that i don't want to have that realization that i had sex with someone that i can't stand sure so so you're dealing that i don't with like me. as a person that you know yeah. there there were some people that we met at the club and, and we were very open with each other like we would sit and talk to someone for a while and sometimes we would like turn and look at each other and just go nope, nope. Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Not that person. Nope. And that's another thing. We both have ultimate veto rights. Okay. So if I was like, I want to do this, she could be like, nope. And then I could say, why? You know, right. She can't just be, oh, because. You know, I mean, there has to be a reason behind it. But ultimately, if for whatever reason one or the other of us is uncomfortable with the other person's activity, we can just say, don't do that again. Sure. Or if it's beforehand, no, I don't want you to do that. And. And Jeff was pretty protective of me at the club. You know, there, yeah. there were, since he knows that I don't necessarily talk to a lot of people on my own, there, you know, he would encounter situations with people that he would overhear talking about things or he would talk to them himself and he would come and say to me, I want you to stay away from this person. Sure. I, like, I don't like the way that they're acting. I don't like the way that they yep. treat women. Yep. I don't like the way they're looking around. Like, just stay away from this person. Well, that's it's a big benefit of being in a group, whether it's a meetup or 
a club situation as opposed to just meeting up with somebody from Craigslist or right. absolutely. You know. And I don't I don't know that I would have gone to the club by myself. Just having Jeff there with me was such a security blanket because right. he is protective of me and you know being the size that he is most people aren't gonna yeah, he's like seven feet tall and for me i mean i want michelle to have as much fun as she can possibly have i want her to be happy so for me it's never a matter of jealousy or not wanting her to enjoy herself it's a matter of like i know the kind of person that is mm-hmm. and i know that if she did something with that person and then found out the kind of person they are afterwards she would regret it and so I don't want that to happen. So that's where I would be like, yeah, don't that person, no, stay away from that person. <laughs> and she'd do the same thing with me, you know, like, yeah, that girl is not. And I'd be like, yeah, I know. <laughs> 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 Very rarely were we not on the same page, though, about right. people because right. we have pretty much the same opinion of people in general. And so. So what's your ultimate goal with this is just to be open and have fun. Are you looking for like a third to have a triad? No, um, I don't. Are you? What's what's your ultimate goal, or do you have one? Are you just kind of going along for the ride? I don't think we have. I think our ultimate goal at this point is that we know we want to be together, and that we are a good couple, and we have a solid mm-hmm. relationship. And based on things that have happened, we know that we can work. I mean, we've already dealt with the difficult issues of our relationship. Right. So, what else is to come? You know, on finance a super stuff, intimate regular level. regular yeah. finance stuff, and. Uh, regular relationship stuff and we just don't fight about those things ever because we're on the same page about that stuff it just doesn't it's not really important to us and so I think our ultimate goal is just to be together and enjoy life and be happy however we can and having the our flexible relationship sure is really working out well for us because we can both do things that we still want to do and experience things we want to experience and we still have each other and right. we love each other and we're very happy together and I I wouldn't want to be anywhere else in any other relationship and mm-hmm. I don't think that he would either and that's why we're still together because we wanted this to work. We also have like a don't be a martyr rule, right? Okay. Like if I want to go do something this weekend and she's like, I really don't want him to do this. I'd rather have him be home with me, but I'm just going to let him go because like, it's okay to say like, no, I need you to be here with me this weekend. Like, don't take one for the team. Don't be a martyr. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just be honest. And being honest goes both ways, right? It's not just about like, this is what I want to do. It's about, are you actually okay with this happening? Right. So that, that was a big thing too um, for Michelle is that she would not want to be honest with me about how she was feeling because she didn't want to restrict me or hold me back from doing things. Right. So she would tell me, go ahead and do something. And then really she's like on the inside, it's making her upset and mad. And then I'd come home and she'd be mad at me about doing something <laughs> that she told me to go do. So right. yeah. that was, a, how dare you I hear about that? That, that was a big, a uh, big learning experience too for us. But that was something that I had to grow on as well, because at the time it was more important in my mind to let him be him and be happy. Well, sure, especially than the it was for me to get what I wanted. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and that was the wrong way of thinking about it. So, and we're in a better place Much better. now. Yeah. Good. Good. Congratulations. Thank you. Awesome. It can be difficult, but it's it's worth sticking it out for when you find the right person and y- you just know that it's going to work out if you can both communicate the same way and 
and treat each other with respect. And nice. That's a key, key factor. Yeah, respect. Definitely. Cool. Actually caring about someone and how they are and their feelings and how you affect their feelings right. and their quality of life and. Jeff brings a lot to my quality of life. He increases nice. it quite Aww. a bit. They're looking at each other that same way again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so where's the craziest place you guys have had sex? Oh, good question. Probably the club. Probably, I mean. yeah. <laughs> I'm not an ex. Because of my shyness, I'm definitely not an exhibitionist. We All were right. always, like, behind the curtain. Yeah, we're, I like, never saw you guys upstairs. I never saw you oh, guys. We were up, I mean, we would go upstairs. Oh, yeah. They, they would they generally. Yeah. yeah. yeah you we were in the open. Party, we were up there once or twice, but... Um, yeah, Michelle's definitely much more private. And neither of us are really into, like, big group stuff either. We're much more one-on-one. Okay. Um, and if we're in the same room with each other, we typically want to be having sex with each other. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, yeah, there's a bunch of people having sex, but you're the hottest girl in here, in my opinion, so I want to be with you. Nice. Now, if you're unavailable, then, yeah, okay, I'll go, you know, find some other. You can t- typically find me underneath the bottom of the puppy pile. <laughs> that's been known to happen so you know um yeah the club where i mean we, we haven't had sex in a lot of crazy places no no not at bus stops nope, no no bus in the butt bob in the butt bob in the butt is i would say in the butt but that's not crazy that's not no. that crazy no, it shouldn't be anyway apparently not you ah <laughs> So, (laughs) 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 yeah, she does. Yeah. Um, Have you guys DP'd? Um, We have a toy. We have a DP toy. But other than that, no, not with two people. We did have um, at the club. We did have an experience. Um, We had a threesome with another guy, and that was like me trying to just like jump in and okay, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna be more part of the lifestyle, and right. I'm gonna, uh-huh. I'm, gonna, I'm, just gonna I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, just, I'm just gonna work, meet someone nice, and like hook up with them. Um, and nom, so nom, nom, we, yeah, we did that, and how'd that go for you? It wasn't great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, super, super nice, nice guy, and you know, definitely nothing horrible about the situation, but. For me, I really need that connection mm-hmm. because that's what sex is about for me. It's, it's about a connection with someone. It's the physical enjoyment of it is a result of having a connection where you can be comfortable with someone. And for me, I can't just, like, meet someone and, and say, like, okay, this is what I want. Do this. And, no, this way a little bit left. Like, I don't want to have to give a tutorial every time. And so I want that connection with somebody right. because just having that emotional or mental connection will – amplify that physical pleasure you know when you touch someone for the first time that you've been excited to get intimate with mm-hmm. it's it, there's so much more to it and it's more memorable nice and i mean i didn't even have sex with anybody else at the club i've had sex with a few people from the club mm-hmm. after the fact but when we were at the club we were there together pretty much right and um there was like one time i was there alone working and maybe one time no you were never even at the club without me there so yeah that was i don't know craziest place we've ever had sex at the club the club all right all right well there's some crazy sex that happened there so there i mean we've had definitely had crazy sex but (laughs) in my home where i'm comfortable yeah Ah. that's where the best sex happens honestly that's where shit gets weird yeah Yeah. Ah, (laughs) in the in the bedroom Pretty much anything can happen. Yeah. 
Well, my, my little, my shoebox of sex toys turned into a dresser drawer of sex toys, which then turned into a hope chest of, dre- yes. of sex toys. Nice. <laughs> and dress up clothes and, and dress everything up clothes else. And so. Accoutrements. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Fun stuff. Fun so. stuff. What's your favorite outfit to wear? Honestly, I th- well, I think. What's your favorite outfit fit for her to wear, Jeff? Well, are we talking just like regular outfit or like costume? When it's or? time to get s- sexy time. Oh, I like her just plain ass naked. I mean, she looks so good <laughs> naked. I do. I do like starting with panties. I can lose the bra. I I like panty play and stuff like that. But honestly, for me, she looks so amazing naked that I'd rather have her just take her clothes off, like just get them off. Let me get full access. Nice to canned response. <laughs> <laughs> I think probably hey, my favorite podca- outfit. Who are the other podcasts you on? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite outfit probably was one that was put together for the club, and it was my troops and oh, tramps yeah, outfit. That was really <laughs> oh, yeah, that was oh, I think awesome. I remember that one. That was, uh-huh. that was awesome. Yeah. She looks great in panties. So pretty much any panties are amazing. But. Yeah, anything nice. with garters or leggings or little skirts that show mm-hmm. off the ass, all that stuff. I'm a huge fan. Put anything on or take it all off, whatever. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> as long as awesome. I get to touch it and play with it, I'm good. You're good. However it starts. All right, well, we're heading into the holiday season. What's on your sexy wish list? I don't have a sexy wish list. I honestly, I pretty much get what I want. Okay. I'm not, I don't feel like I'm lacking in anything. <laughs> and sure. Um, Any new toys yes. out there you want to give a, a little? I do need a replacement. I need to buy a new version <laughs> of her existing toy. Yeah, yeah. And so I need to get a new one of those because there's like battery acid like leaking in the battery compartment. Yeah. And it's oh like, my god! It's like oh broken god. apart it's, yeah, in it's one old. area. It's old school. Sometimes you have to like so it's hit a sex it toy to and a death trap. Yeah, go. yeah. It's <laughs> I had one like that. I actually bought another vibrator because they discontinued it. I bought another vibrator that was the same size just to get. The lid that screwed the batteries on in place. Oh yeah, that was a forty dollar part. It's worth it. It's worth it. Hey, if it's your favorite toy and it works, then you do whatever you need. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Very cool. Well, thank you. I was gonna say I have a funny story about sex toys. If you want to hear it, tell you what, we'll do an O face quickie on that. Yes. I don't know what that is, but that sounds great. We will explain it in a little bit. (laughs) We're going to give you a quickie. Thanks for being on the podcast, you guys. Thank you so much for having us. Fantastic. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. And if you guys want to tune in to the O-Face Quickie, how do they do that? Uh, They can uh, become a uh, Patreon patron, and just $1 per episode will get you access to all of our O-Face Quickies on a special site that we only give out to people who give us a little bit of money. And it's a really little bit of money. And like who's our sponsor? Our sponsor? Well, that would be Sugar Me Julie. Right. Yay. That's right at SugarMeJulie.com. She was out of town. I didn't get my junk sugared. Duh. Uh. I was harassing her through text messages. <laughs> <laughs> she back in town? Yes. Fair. Yeah. Back in town now. So um, if you want to get in contact with us, it's uh, theofacepodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at the O Face Podcast or at Miss Jenga. You can find us on Facebook, Jack O Face, Freckles O Face, and the O Face Podcast. All have a presence there. You can find all of our episodes and links and whatnot at theofacepodcast.com. And that's uh, that's pretty much all of the stuff right there. It sounds like Just turn it off. I think we're good. You think oh, so? <laughs> really? No. I, no. I, oh, it, it's in it. it.
something about a really? percentage or something like that. Oh, that's right. That's right. It sounds what, like um, these two here are giving 110% to their relationship. <laughs> and I think we're going to put that one in Michelle's can. <laughs> Doing it wrong. That looks easy enough. And Joey is going to try it out. Now we can't use this section. <laughs> yeah. because, Thanks. because the rest of the podcast is going to be so appropriate. Yep. Exactly. Precisely. Uh, no Always. chance. <laughs>